Hello, uh, SJU Radio. All right, all right. We're here. Uh, I just want everyone to know that I am back. It has been <laughs> a three-week hiatus away from the show. Basically, if I can explain myself. Andrew, will you give me the time to explain uh, myself? I don't think he deserves it. but uh, I definitely do not deserve this. Look, I got most of my predictions for the NFL season wrong. Every week we would go by, <laughs> and I was terrible. But I had one prediction. When the playoffs came around, I said the Chiefs would win it all. Isn't that correct? I did say the Chiefs would win it all. Uh, from the beginning? Everyone else from the beginning. Uh, I don't remember that. <laughs> I said the Chiefs would win it all because I remember saying it. Maybe you did. We'll go back. I know I bet money on the Chiefs winning it all of an actual person, so maybe that counts. And guess what? The Chiefs won it all. And yeah. I did this out of the fact that my dad is a Chiefs fan, has been his whole life. So 50 years without a Super Bowl, and I was like, this is the year. This, this is the year. the year. Last year was the year, and it didn't happen, so this was the year. I actually placed a bet um, to be C- uh, Kansas City winning the Super Bowl over the Seattle Seahawks. And I put, like, 10 or $30, I think, on so it. So you had to have both people, though. So I had to have everything go exactly the way I predicted, and I would have gotten, like, $2,500 or something. Um, and the Seahawks obviously lost by, like, the last minute That's touchdown. That's a close like, wow, that's actually really close for that bet. That would have been insane. Well, yeah, because remember, they lost by, like, four in the final minutes against the Packers. They just needed to get that one first down. That's true. And Seattle, for the whole season, had played San Francisco very well. They played them extremely well. So it was entirely possible. Yeah, Russell Wilson, uh, I thought I thought he was going to go back. I didn't think San Francisco was going to go with Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. If you had asked me, like at the beginning of playoffs for the 49ers, I would, I, I'm pretty sure I was like out by the divisional round. They were kind of a powerhouse, though. Oh yeah, they were the easily. one seed. I mean, and thirteen had, and three. Of course, like you got your chance. Yeah, but you just thought, well, Aaron Rodgers did kind of give up. Like that, they embarrassed him in that game. I mean, there's it's too good of a defense and an overrated quarterback when it comes to big games at times. Yeah, I guess so. Um, but anyway, Alex called it, I guess, guys. I did uh, call it. When you, when he's giving his then... betting predictions, remember to always take the opposite <laughs> of what he suggests. But who knows when he's predicting for the Super Bowl? Maybe you got to throw some money on it. Maybe. Biggest game of the year, maybe I might just be right. And that that's the big thing. <laughs> I don't know if that validates everything. I don't know if you can go 0 for 16 and then hit the Super Bowl. I didn't go 0 for 16. I got some games right. No, you got, I some, got games some games right. right. I, yeah, had yeah. Some, three, I had some three bold for takes, you know? Which is ridiculous because it's the spread. <laughs> so, like, that, I don't understand. Sometimes you the spread a, gets it wrong. That's all I'm saying. No, I think I'm it's you wrong. that gets it wrong. <laughs> I think it's you. Um, anyway... We yeah, got a lot that's, of. That's where I've been, though. I've been. Good God. Uh, I've been in a uh, a three week Chiefs hiatus. <laughs> yeah, no, he's been to Kansas City. To, he's seen to, the parade. Yeah. Oh uh, wait. I went to all the places in the song Kokomo. <laughs> Good lord. That was, that was my celebration. <laughs> okay. All right, we can get to it now. Yeah. Um. First of all, uh, we have a lot of stuff to do to go over. We're going to touch on the All-Star game. We're going to touch on all the MLB stuff that's been going on. The Astros cheating scandal. Um, the playoff, the changing of the playoffs, the, all the structure stuff that's been going on. The heat on Rob Manfred. Um, and then I saw a report yesterday that said the NFL might be changing its playoffs. Yeah, that 
That was interesting. Right. We that, we're going to talk about. Um, we're going to wait on the All-Star game for now. And then we're going to talk a little bit about Joel Embiid and a little bit about Tom Brady. But first, you wanted to talk some college basketball, some St. John's. Yeah. I, I went to the yeah. St. John's Xavier game the other day. I had a belief in my heart. I said, we're playing the six toughest teams in the Big East to close out our season. Jeez. I said, hey, what if what if we win it all? What if we win all six games? We're tournament bound at that point. And then we lost in a heartbreaker. Yeah. Uh, why would you? Oh. Well, basically. So now are we out? Are we out for good? Uh, I mean, ninth we'll, in we'll, the probably, we'll probably be out for good. Our, our record's like 14 and 12. And we're playing. And we're yeah, playing the see, top five. <laughs> The top five teams in the BEs from here. Pretty on much out. all nationally ranked. Yeah, I'm all out. of them are top twenty-five. We got Seton Hall at sixteen. That's um, Miles Powell. So we're gonna lose. And then Villanova is even better than them. And then Creighton, who has one of uh, one of my buddy's cousins, actually. But uh, here's 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 my main thing with college basketball because we're not in full swing yet. We're not in the conference tournaments or anything like that. We're nearing it. It's gonna come soon. But my big rant, real quick. This is my rant of the week. Right. Actually. Of course. Of course. Um, there's something special about college basketball, and I think people forget about it at times. I could go, I could go to an NBA basketball game, my favorite team, anything like that, my favorite player, something like that. Who cares? And I'll be happy to have had the experience. But that's how I'll leave the place. I went to this game, St. John's Xavier. We're fighting for our lives. We're probably not going to win. We're not supposed to win. And I went in with so much optimism to Madison Square Garden. I sat there. I cared every step of the way. Every loose ball, every rebound, every assist, every turnover. I was cheering my heart out. You can't do that in an NBA game. You don't care that much usually in an NBA game. and Because it's a regular game. Maybe a playoff game, yeah. But it, this could be a random non-conference game against an Ivy League team. Or a conference game. And if it's your team, the fact that I went into the last 20 seconds like, oh, we're going to do it. We're going to win it. And I left with such heartbreak. And yet I left for uh, with optimism for the next few years. I, I there's something special about college basketball that I just don't think exists in any other sport. What about football? College football, maybe too. Yeah, okay. But college sports. What about NFL football, Mister no. Pro Hater? I don't think so. What do you mean? There's 16 games. Yeah, but there's a bond. Every game's important. But there's a bond when it comes to these college sports. Is are what you I'm saying. are you saying that when you go to the school? You have a little when you bit go more to the at school, stake. You yeah. have so much more at stake. Yeah, it's like I'm part of them. And I, I when I left, and there were other like St. John's people, maybe like a seventy year old. I'm in the tunnel of Madison Square Garden, and him and I are just talking about, hey, it's not like the old days, but we'll get him next year. And that was it. Just some seventy year old guy in Madison Square Garden could be homeless for all I know, and just found a ticket on the ground. But I could talk to a to a homeless guy <laughs> at an NBA game. I could do that. Yeah, but it won't be as Talk fun. Talk to the janitor. It won't be as fun. What? Now, why? Uh, you don't fun. think I could reference the olden days? I don't. Like, I think hey, you could. I know I think we're not. You could. But I'm just saying. There's something special. There's something special. There's something special. There's something special. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> all right. I can't. I can't if you agree. get it, you get it. If you don't, you don't. Because I'm in college. I'm a sports lover, basketball lover. I go to St. John's. He doesn't care. I don't care. No, I don't not. I don't not care. But I still have more of a connection to the Celtics because that's what I grew up watching. Mm. And you, you know, you're affiliated with St. John's for four years of your life, so it's going to be that four years is going to be emotional. Like you're going to be more yeah, attached. Yeah, it's going to be a roller coaster for those four years. But if you grow up 
watching the team, the team, which yeah. is the Celtics, if you're in the Boston area. Mm-hmm. Somehow you're also a Celtics fan from Texas. I just Paul Pierce. Yeah, Paul, Paul Pierce. Pierce is cool. That that's that's where the connection lies for me. You know, it was mm. a lot more deep seated with the the pro sports, I guess, than it was. Yeah, it's college. always it's always been way more college for me. Yeah, I just think there's a oh, there's something about it. There's just the fans get so into it. Well, hey, that's it. why we do this, right? That's why we do this. I can fill fill us in on the pros. You can fill us in on the uh, the college stuff. Yeah, there's some love. There's some love on both sides. Yeah, I mean St. John's though, we yeah. gotta we gotta do something here. Yeah, we can um, leave it behind. It'll we'll be better next year. We'll right. get them next year. <clears throat> yeah. Um. Anyway, I want to get into some some baseball, and I have a couple bold takes. <laughs> um. First of all. If anyone saw, did you see the Trevor Bauer video? No, so please fill me in. So I... he basically he got he had, I don't I forget which company filmed him, but he had he had someone there and they recorded him and just they showed him reacting to what's been going on, mm-hmm. and it wasn't even the cheating stuff. It was how Rob Manfred has marketed the game, how he's proposing these ridiculous changes like moving the mound back two feet. And uh, yeah. keep and you know making sure the game doesn't get over three hours. And he basically explained, like, there's fans aren't gonna care that if a game goes three hours and three minutes as opposed to a game going two minutes and fifty se- uh, two hours and fifty seven minutes. That's not gonna make or break the difference. It's kind of stupid that that's your goal. Oh, makes when, no sense. When the MLB has never been on social media, you know, the NBA it's all over the place. Steph Curry, he said this. Steph Curry hits a three. Uh, like a 35 foot three it's all over the place you can't get enough of it it's trending on you know whatever yeah and um baseball mike trout robs someone of a home run we don't we don't know you know and then he talks about the tv deals and how it's like you can't he's making it harder for people to watch the game they have to pay more money which is the exact opposite of what you should do when your fan base is declining you should make it more accessible you know and he talks about the playoff change and he wants he, he wants to make it more exciting with you know adding more teams to the playoff, which in theory I didn't mind. But then he talks about how, you know, a routine is crucial, especially for pitchers in baseball. So you can't give the number one team who's supposed to have this huge advantage seven, eight days off while they figure out this ridiculous playoff, you know? Yeah. That hurts you more than it helps you. So that's like a punishment. Um, he basically – and he actually storms out and walks out of the room. <laughs> so it's really effective. Uh, but – I just I loved it. I loved it. He kind of exposed him for everything he's done. I appreciate that. Extremely. Well, the thing is, is if you watch baseball, then yeah. you're gonna keep watching baseball. Like yeah. I don't watch like on TV, but I'll go to a game. I'll yeah. keep up with the standings. You know, I'll see who's hitting what, who's hitting this. You know, yeah, here and there. But like I'll like I try to go to the games. I love going to baseball games. That's, oh yeah, that's I love the thing. going to those games more than I love going to any other games. I, yeah, I. It's, it's true. It's just, actually, it's just so nice. It's so calming. It's calming. Yeah, and you just enjoy watching it, and you it, get a lot of product. It's three and a half hours of you know. It's three and a half hours, and it's never too expensive. Right, like a regular season baseball game would cost me like ten, twenty bucks. Well, nice. you haven't been to Fenway. Park. I'm not talking about yeah. Fenway. Fenway's, but that's an I anomaly. I looked into Fenway, and Fenway's ridiculous. It's like sixty-five dollars to get a bleacher seat. But here, living in New York, I can go to a Mets game for five bucks and sit. You know. Third baseline. Oh yeah, it's awesome. It's incredible. Um, the hot dogs is a different issue, but <laughs> oh yeah, no, <laughs> in hot... every stadium a hot dog is ten fifty. But yeah, um, and a water 
six <laughs> six bucks. But I would go to I would go to minor league baseball games and stuff like that. It's one of the most enjoyable sports to watch up front. Right, and that's why I think Trevor Bauer is getting so angry. Well, because they're trying to change it entirely. Right, which you shouldn't do. I think what MLB maybe should do is reduce the games. Right. I don't think you should change. I don't think it's anything about reducing the games or not. If you're not watching already, you're not going to watch. You're not going to be like, oh, it's only an hour and 30 minutes now. It's only five innings. Oh, of course I'll put it on. No, I'm not saying that. Nine innings is not the issue for me. I say maybe you make it eight. That's always been nine innings. And then that messes up historical things. But I think you do got to reduce it from 160 games and just start by reducing it down to like 120 and see what happens. Because when you do that, games become more important. That is true. You know? And then 160 games, we're talking about, you were talking about college basketball and how every game matters. And I was saying, and you were saying that the NBA isn't like that, right? The NBA, we don't even feel that. We don't feel like every game is really that important when there's 82 games. games. Think about baseball. Double it. Oh, yeah. no. Well, I mean, because, well, that's one reason. If you love baseball and it's on and you're on, you're sitting at home channel surfing you're gonna be like oh let me turn on the game yeah but if you don't care about it or you're indifferent towards it and it's the middle of the regular season you're never gonna be like let me put on the game it's funny because i watch baseball at very specific moments right this is when i watch baseball beginning of the season beginning of the season yeah right before the all-star break usually i'll turn on a game or two exactly a win streak so if my team gets really hot and they go on like a five, six game. I, win found my, I, start I find in. myself doing that at times yeah. too. Yeah. And then right at the end, when it's the playoff race. Yeah. Oh what, well. Once it hits August, like mid-August at least, you're like October baseball is good. Oh, I love. Oh, I think MLB has one of the best playoff systems out there. Which is also another thing of why would you change it? I do think that you should make the first round a best of three. I think best of five is fine. No, no, they have one game in the first round. It's one game, and then it goes to best oh, of five. You, oh, you're talking about the wild card game. Wild card game. Oh, okay. I think the wild card game should be best of three. I don't think that's a bad idea either, but the only thing is is the routine thing. So you're giving them off, I guess, because of flights you have, because they're going to go back and forth. I mean, so maximum like three games. Days. It's going to be like maximum. five days. But that's a normal – a yeah. pitcher can wait five days. You know what I'm saying? And plus, in the playoffs ru- – this goes against what Trevor Bauer is saying, I guess, but routines do, to a degree, go out the window. Like, you will have Justin Verlander pitching the first game, the fourth game, part of the sixth game, and then they'll get him out there for the seventh game, you yeah. know? So, I, I don't know. It is, it is, it's a slippery slope, but I, don't th- I think that it's, like, it shouldn't be one game. I just have a problem with that. It's not like the NFL can get away with that because they, it's one game a week, and that's how they've done yeah. it. I don't think MLB can. The only thing was is that it was a complete addition. So they had to figure something out where people wouldn't get too mad. Right. Best of three I don't think is a bad idea. Because then it ascends properly, too. It goes best of three, best of five in the semis. Yeah. Best of seven in the uh, Eastern or American League Championship. National well, if, League they've Championship. Had, if they've had best of three from the beginning with the wild card game, there are plenty of champions that I don't think would be in it at all. If it was what? Best of three from the beginning. So with yeah. the wild card game. There would be like, I'm gonna say like 2011 St. Louis Cardinals. I don't think they would make even it. make it. They won that game. I don't think they'd win the next two. Yeah, interesting. So the that. series does matter. 
Oh, the, easily, yeah. Because yeah. you know, some, some teams play the long game. Some teams are better in spurts. Like, uh, I'm trying to think. You know, because there are teams like the Mets, for instance. If it's yeah. one game, just bringing them up, they're never going to get there. But I'm just saying, if it's oh, one no. they game. They might get there this year. You think? They have a really great pitching staff this year. Well, that's but they've always had that, though. But they've I'm, always well, had that, but, you know. It's baseball. It's Eventually, funny. someone like they figure out the hitting situation, or they figure right. out the pitching it's, situation. The thing that out. the thing that I would advise to the Mets, and this is when they had Syndergaard, um, Degrom, Stephen Matz, I said they should instead of getting hitting, I thought that they should add another ace. If they could get, I think they have four now. Do they? I think they have four aces now. Yeah. Well, they got um. Th- I mean, they because they, they had three. When they when in the middle of the season last year they had three, after the uh, trade deadline. Let's see, but I'm pretty sure they have they have some pretty. Oh, they good got pitchers. Rick Porcello, Michael Waka, yeah. and Marcus Stroman. Steven Matz is still there, and then Edwin Diaz was unbelievable with the Mariners, sucked for the Mets. Yeah, so I feel bad there because but he was the best the, closer. Also, at the same time, like you could out of nowhere, it's pitching. You yeah. could have a bad season. And get back on track out of nowhere. Right. And it's it's all a mental head game. Yeah, so they also have Dylan Batances. They still have Familia. They got... That's what I'm saying. They have a really good pitching staff, and it's out of nowhere. Batances is a great pickup. Yeah. Wow. Um. So I guess you put Michael Waka, who was the ace for the Cardinals, right? Am I wrong? Not anymore. No, I'm not last year. Not last year. But yeah, for a long time he was, and he's still a good pitcher. I still don't understand. I, I don't think the Mets know what they want to do. No, I, I don't think there's really much direction there. There's, I, there's, there's like, just, they just get players. Michael Walker, you got to look at his age, right? Yeah. Have you ever have you ever shot at, uh, shot, shot at a dartboard with your eyes closed? Uh, maybe, maybe. That's pretty much the Mets organization yeah, they, <laughs> in the pinch. There will be moments where it's like, oh, my. They're going to rebuild. Oh, he, yeah. he hit the triple 20. Oh, my. Wow. Wow. <laughs> and there will be moments where he hit a wall on the other side of the room because he had no idea right. what he was throwing. Right. I just like there are moves that they make where they they traded for someone. Maybe it was Batansis or I forget. They traded they they grabbed someone away from the Yankees. I think it was Strowman actually. It probably was Strowman, yeah. And and then they were or yeah, so they they like they got Diaz and they were in rebuild mode and then they go get Strowman who's older and then it, it's like I don't, I never know if they're going to rebuild well, they're, or if they're going to try to win now. They're and, just middle of it, so they're just they're like they're treating themselves like a mid-level baseball team that yeah. could be the worst in the league or be the best in the league out of nowhere. And I wouldn't be surprised on either end of the spectrum. They could be the worst team in baseball this year, and I'd be like, yeah. They could be the best team in baseball too this year, and I'd be like, hmm, yeah. And that would be it. That would be my whole reaction to it. I mean, they have Robinson Cano, Jed Lowry, um, Wilson Ramos, who's how did they get him? They have. He was on the Rays, wasn't he? Uh, I think he was on the Cubs. I don't know for sure. Um, let me see. And then they also have Yoenis Cespedes. Yeah. Basically, their team is like, hey, you remember this guy? And it's like, what if? What if? Just hear me out. What if it worked? And that's it. That's the whole hitting staff, <laughs> except for Pete Alonso, who's a stud. A stud, yeah. Um, but who knows? That could go down the drain. Chris Davis was a stud for a year, and I went down the drain pretty quickly. All right, people, Ricky's in the studio. We are actually uh, here. <laughs> uh, we're still talking about it. Actually, Ricky, yeah. sit there. 
You're going to have to turn your mic on. Uh, let's get three up. Uh, we were actually just talking about the New York Mets, if you can believe it. Yeah, it's a fun conversation about how they might be the best or the worst team in baseball this year. But anyway, what I was trying to make with my point, right, is like, if it's a one-game playoff, a bad team that squeaks into a playoff, I'll use the Rays. They have Blake yeah. Snell, who's a phenomenal ace, right? Yeah. Phenomenal. He could win them that game. You're, oh, yeah, Mike 3, yeah, you're good. Just turn it on. Okay, and then headphones on. That's fine, yeah. Um, a guy like Blake Snell could, could be an ace, win them that one game, and even though that's not indicative of the team because the rest of the pitchers, their bullpen's phenomenal, but the rest of the starting pitchers struggle, Yeah, that's not, you know, that's not fair, in my opinion, because that doesn't encompass the whole team. When you're at the NFL game and it's a one-game playoff, your whole team's out there. You know, you see every part of it. On the baseball side of things, that's not the whole team, you know? That's true. So that's that's my logic. Well, playoff, playoffs in football are different from every sport. It's unparalleled, right. That's what makes them the best. That's what makes the Super Bowl the best. Well, right, because it's one game, and that's what I was saying. Football can get away with that because football has always been one game every week, and they don't change it for the playoffs. So remind me again what, how the MLB schedule, or playoffs are changing. So it's, it's the – well, they're looking to change it so that there's, like, more play-in games. Kind of like, how, you know, the NBA talked about – More regular season? No, oh, there, more, no, more playoffs. More, more playoffs, playoffs. exactly. Yeah, okay, okay. So there's going to be play-in games to get to the wild card game, and then they'll go from the wild card game, blah blah blah, and then it's going to go down the line. I mean, they have a long regular season. They do, and it's we've talked about that. And they have 164 games long. or something. Uncomfortably long. I don't mind it. Really, yeah. 162 well, I mean, games. Because it's, it's in the summer. There's no other sports that are really that relevant going on. But you can start May 10th. And end September twentieth. Yes, but mm-hmm. I'm saying like you'll be like sitting at home, or you'll be like, "What should I do this week? What should I do this weekend? What am I doing? Like, what should I do?" <laughs> and like a baseball game, it's always there, and it's always a good outing. That's the that's the biggest thing about a regular season game because you're never going to be like, "I have to go to this baseball game." Because if you go down to 82 games, it's going to be the same as an NBA season. You're never like, I have to yeah, get tickets people, to this game usually. People are complaining about how the length of the NBA season still. That's, that's what I know. That's, that's what I'm that's what saying. That's what he was saying earlier. He was, he was making a case for college basketball earlier. And he's saying that the great thing about college basketball is that every game matters. And he said he doesn't feel that in the NBA. That is true. You so, feel so that in true. a lot of sports. But also, like, my knock on college basketball is just, like, I can see how much worse they are than the NBA. That's, that's another thing. <laughs> Now I I, I was really care there's a about lot of that. have you guys heard of the this XFL hype? Yeah. Um yeah. I, Guardian, I, Guardians fan for life. Yeah, everyone's going nuts for it. They are noticeably worse. Like yeah. it is a sloppy game. I see what they're doing and it's smart. They they change up the kickoffs. They have a 25 second play clock so it's rapid action. The thing with the uh yeah, the thing with the uh throwing mechanics is like awesome awesome too. What was that? It's like where multiple people can be throwing behind the line. You can have a forward oh, yeah. pass behind There's the line. There's like a ridiculous rule. <laughs> like, so you can snap to a lineman in the line. You lineman. can have ridiculous trick plays in the NFL. Yeah. In the or XFL. XFL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, <laughs> that's which, gonna get me a lot. But that's smart though. It's cool. Like, I mean, like the thing is your product, you know it's worse, and there's no dedication already. Like college basketball, college football, it doesn't matter that the the teams are worse. Because there's dedication. XFL, they have to do that. Okay, they yeah. They have to to make it like people tune in. They're like, oh, 
Jazz is that's fun. But like, okay, a call, another couple issues with Mule College basketball is like they don't have the flexibility and the rules that the XFL does, right? So it's the same no. exact game at a worse level. But I'm that's, saying that's just how I look is, at it. The thing is, is fans care a lot more. That's why it exists. Well, that's yeah, but you also got to understand entirely. that the, the the fans are the students that go to college there. No, but there's also it's alumni. There's tons of alumni. Yeah. correct. But the the fan base, yes. they have a they have like a set group of people that the Celtics don't really have it's that limit, the Knicks don't really have. It's limited by your school. It's not an open affiliation. It's limited if you go there, if you're or if you've been a fan of that school your entire life or something like that. You grew up around the area, you know, but. I mean, it exists just because of that. If if they didn't have that, basketball, like kids in high school who want to play basketball, probably would just, like, we probably would have small market teams that would feed into the NBA. Like, it would be, like, multiple G Leagues, you know? Or they would go overseas and play basketball overseas, and then they would be brought out from that. There's just so much dedication, fan-wise. So that Even with how, really and how corrupt the NCAA was, you know, I think it's just you grew up like loving those teams, though. Even if if you play basketball, you, like you probably watch college basketball, and you probably had a team that you were like, "I want to go there." Another thing, just there. just another thing that I hate about college basketball. I will say that I love the press aspect of the college basketball games. Yeah, I love because you don't see that because Steph Curry and Kyrie Irving can just single handedly break a press. Um, but uh, I I like the press element, but I, what I don't like is the stupid. End of the games, right? End of the halves and the end of the end of the games, where where they're both in the bonus. In every tic tac foul is free throws, so there's no action. It's like they'll dribble up the court and there's a small reach and foul, free throws. They go down the court, yeah, they draw a foul. Also not even guaranteed foul, free throws. Yeah, it's one and one. It's one. It's one and one. And Unless it gets to ten. Yeah, it's one and one, and some of them aren't that yeah. great at but, free throws yet. You gotta one, realize it's eighteen to twenty two year olds who are still honing basketball which is their craft i guess at that point so you still like you're just a kid with a lot of potential whether you're going to play overseas or whether you're going to play in the nba who knows or in the g league but you're just trying to get better every step of the way and you're also dealing with other things yeah. so it's like you're not focused on basketball 100 percent. so you might not be that fantastic who knows yeah i will admit that it's also easier to understand yeah i don't understand the nba bonus to this day it's like yeah, it makes no sense to me either. <laughs> but I, I just, for me, there's a lot of break in the action when it's just free throws. Free throws on this end. One and one. Yeah. One and one. Two shots. Two shots. It just seems like that's a lot of it because the physicality goes up in the big moments. And unlike the NBA, where officials tend to let things go, not to James Harden's liking, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> uh, it just seems like there's a lot more fouls called. I, I, maybe that's just me. I don't know. There's more fouls called. Yeah, you can see it because it, it annoys you. Where you're like, that wasn't even a foul. So now matter. we're gonna break, and he's yeah. gonna get two free points. So it becomes like, it's not even who can execute; it's who can get to the line better at times. Yeah. Hey, you I know? just like to see the most aesthetically pleasing free throw routine. That's all I'm in it for. <laughs> what What is your most aesthetically pleasing that you've seen so far? Mine was a four dribble, chin up. Just a simple. It's either it's either the simple Steph take a dribble, chew your mouthpiece, and you know shoot <laughs> it, or it's the Sean Marion dinosaur arm heave. Yeah. Oh, the dinosaur arm heave is an epic, epic free throw. Absolutely. Yeah. Or the Rick Barry classic. What was the Rick Barry? The underhand, the grandma. Oh, the grandma. The grandma. Oh, the grandma. Of course. Three. Well, it's like in semi pro where he's just up at the line. He's like, 
and he spins it twice. Oh, and yeah. then he goes with the grandma free throw. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's so intense that and you're like, grandma free throw, though? Uh, Beautiful s- thing. Speaking and, of. And to all the grandmas listening, this is by no means a disrespect to you. It's a pretty <laughs> effective free throw. Free throw. So go yeah, for hey, it. Hey, yeah. yeah. Softer shot. Softer Just saying. shot. Exactly. All the touch in the world. And more arc. These are all good things. Um, anyway, while you brought up Steph Curry, I just want to say this. Steve Kerr had an interview with the media, mm. and I loved it. Mm. And the media was like, what do you say about Steph Curry sitting out? And he's like, I think it's ridiculous. We want Steph Curry to come back because then we can integrate. And I actually said that on the last show. I, we, we, you had your points, but um, he, and Steve Kerr was like, we, need, we want him to integrate into the new guys. We got a really new team. We want that chemistry to build into the next year. And yeah. then he's like, if the logic is he's going to get hurt again, then why do we even play basketball, right? That is true. You know, like, true. so like, and, and they were like, there's the hand issue. He's like, he's healthy. He's, he's fully healthy. He's participating in drills. By March Supposedly, 1st, he should be more than good to go. Yeah. Like, it's a broken hand. Okay. Gordon Hayward was back in three weeks after yeah, that bad one. You're reminding me right now, I'm actually dropping Joe Harris for my fantasy basketball team and I'm going all in on Steph Curry just praying praying he comes back that's a dynamic win okay I obviously with the Curry injury I feel like there's no one specific way we should handle this right because there's pros and cons with all of it no yeah yeah if Curry starts playing in March honestly I'm not I'm not gonna be like no (laughs) no you can't play but like you want the number one pick? Yeah, I want I want Wiseman. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but I don't think wait, Curry's want, no, gonna Wise, want Wiseman's that gonna be center. Wiseman's gonna be like that's the best point. That's the best point I think he's you can gonna make. go like number ten though. Yeah, but he hasn't with played the new, all year. With the new lottery system, I'm just I'm worried. anything's possible. Yeah. I'm worried we slip into like you know like the tenth seed, right? You no, know, you're not. Whatever. You're not gonna even yeah, if Steph Curry even if Steph Curry comes back. Andrew Wiggins is not as good as D'Angelo Russell. This should be a thing that people know. No, but... But, I mean, it's one player, I know he's fantastic, isn't going to get you from bottom of the league to two seeds away from playoffs. But where... Okay, where's Clay on his recovery? He's not He's not coming back. Not even close? Yeah. Well, that's an ACL. Yeah. That's, that's a little bit different. different. It's a clean tear. It's a clean tear. I, it's still way different. He's no, going to yeah, be out for the year, yeah. But in a non-shooting hand fracture or whatever. I mean, I don't have a problem with Curry playing. Yeah. I just, whenever I see Curry take any sort of contact in the paint, you, you worry. my heart skips a beat. You yeah. know? Because he like, was injured for years. Exactly. And, like, this is the first time in a while that he's, he's, had, a had, a, he's had, like, a— Big injury. Like, since, like, 2013, his ankles have been good, and that was his big thing before. And, like, you know, like, in the playoffs sometimes, you know, he's probably you worry worn a little down bit, yeah. from the wet regular season. Like, the year we lost to the Cavs, I still, and I'm such a Warriors fan for saying this, but I still maintain the narrative that Curry was hurt the entire playoffs since the Rocket series when he tweaked his knee at, like, a 45-degree angle. Mm. Yeah, I, I actually don't remember that, but maybe it's right. Probably wrong. 100% wrong. No way. No way. He's going to silence He's gonna silence me for it, but yeah, no way. Trying to take LeBron's chip away. Oh, no, 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 no. 
by all means, LeBron earned that. But I also think that Curry could not move laterally to guard Kyrie at all that entire series. Yeah, Kyrie was cooking that series. Kyrie is also tough to guard in general. No, yeah. tough com- to move laterally. Com- Kyrie completely, but going. He lives to on a flat to well, you yeah, score he, he, yeah. Like, and then he had like a 28 and 13 or something. He, obviously, Kyrie, um, Kyrie's one of those players that raises his game at those moments. Yeah. Unless, Who is now unless you're in the first round, the VP the of the Players <laughs> Union. Have you oh. guys seen that meme where uh, Kyrie is like making an NBA lockout so NBA owners can give the players spiritual compensation? <laughs> No, <laughs> it's a meme. It's not real. Yeah, it's but not like, real. send it's that to real. me. It's hilarious. <laughs> what do you think of that? I I totally forgot about that. Kyrie is now the vice president of the players he, union in a, in a management position of leadership. I, I just, I, I I don't I don't know what the, it's. I think Kyrie's popular with other NBA players. It probably is to an extent. I also think that I think Max Kellerman said this. I don't think anyone wants that job. Why? I doubt it. Yeah, because there's no Chris way Paul's, your Chris Paul's lackey. Well, a Chris Paul to an extent. You could argue that, but I thought Jalen Brown would be gunning for that job. I, I feel thought like that Kyrie was Irving could for. learn a little bit from Chris Paul. He very much could. Like about the size of the earth. Couldn't you learn things from LeBron James and Al Horford? Yeah, but they're not the president of the. Chris Paul's probably a little bit well also, more well spoken too. Don't put those two mentorships in the same category. What? LeBron <laughs> and Al Horford? Yeah. Well, Horford's a veteran leader. LeBron's a veteran leader. Yeah, but LeBron's taken a team to a championship right. and won. That's way different. It's still you could still be a leader without taking a team to no, a championship. No, but I'm saying like a guy like Kyrie, who probably thinks he's better than Al Horford, is probably yeah. not gonna listen to Yeah, him. he definitely he de- yeah, but that's true. There's no one on planet. But don't Earth you think that's that a problem? Listen to LeBron James. Don't you think that's the problem that he's unwilling to take advice? Oh, that well, yeah, but that's not a thing about the VP thing, though. Yeah, not that's, that's I a, mean, that's no, 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 a no, no, how is that not a thing no, no, about that's the VP? A bas- no, no, that's, that's a, a basketball, basketball thing. That he's talking about that in a basketball retrospect because yeah. he listened to he listened to LeBron because he was like LeBron's better than me. He's probably gonna listen to Chris Paul. He's gonna be like Chris Paul's better than me at doing this. Yeah, thing. okay, but Brad Stevens isn't better. There are tons of coaches in the NBA that you could beat in a one-on-one. Yes, that doesn't mean you can't listen to them. We're talking about. We're managing about, yeah. players and their money, not playing the game of basketball. Yeah, that's this is just helping create a system of people, which they also they're in a state where they they've already won. They, what like, do you mean? The best, Who? Oh, the players union. Yeah, the, the best players get forty two million dollars yeah, a last, year now. Their last CBA agreement just. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's actually insane. Mozgov should the have owners, been insane. The owners lost so badly in that that it's, it's like because you have a player-friendly commissioner in Adam Silver. Right. So he's kind of on it's, their side. Yeah. But that's like, what the I thing is, the, it's, like, the, it's nice that there's no conflict. And so while Kyrie's VP, he probably won't have to do much because there probably won't be much conflict for, I would say, might be the rest of the – freaking time until the owners are like hey we're not getting enough product because if you look at the ratings of basketball social media wise and young people wise awesome yeah i've heard I that they've actually see so much stuff but the ratings are down on television well that's yeah but there's reasons for that like um for like there's more people are able to stream it nowadays online so even though their cable numbers are down their streaming numbers are up yeah people are watching 
games and recap on YouTube. No, I know, you but know? I'm saying in general, just based on the ratings of an actual like basketball game, they are technically TV down plus streaming. They're still down. The the difference there between the baseball thing that we were talking about is because they have a young set of fans, and MLB yeah. has an old set of fans. So the young fans they can take and grow with them. Oh yeah, no. You know? But I'm saying like I'm saying I don't think your fan base continues to grow because eventually you outgrow it being cool. Eventually, because like you'll hit like 35, 36, and you'll be like, I can't always go on my phone or I can't always go on YouTube and see like the games I missed. Yeah. I can't always look at that. I can't go and stream that game tonight because I got stuff to do. But you'll always keep the young set of fans. But I just don't think it'll grow too much to where they'll have another CBA thing while Kyrie's still in. No, because they're, Ky- they're getting forty. Guy yeah, the the best. That. Yeah, the best players are getting forty-two million dollars a year. The worst players are still getting like over like a million. They're still getting like two million dollars a year, something like that. So like it's on the players' aspect, it's all good. The money's there. And they're being treated Right, but we're well. not addressing the issue. Ky- I don't think that Kyrie Irving is the guy you want in that chair who's been known to be obtrusive. He's known to let other things affect his leadership and his play. A guy that's been said to be, like, pi- bipolar. Like, it's yeah. affecting the Nets locker room and affecting yeah. the Celtics locker room where Kyrie's this one day and then he's completely different the next and you can't get a read on him. That's not something that you want in a leadership position, am I wrong? But if he's liked by the players... And it's not. We're not talking about basketball anymore. We're talking about getting money for basketball players. And if there's one thing Kyrie Irving, I think, will can do for okay, okay, it's putting, don't you think there's more to putting that? Putting the power and the control back in the hands of the player. But I think most likely they're fine where he won't have to make a significant also, decision. Yeah, I don't know. But Kyrie's ranted on social Paul. media. Chris Paul's smart. Chris Paul's super yeah. Chris savvy. Paul. Chris Paul will take care of everything, but. Um, like, Kyrie's gone on rants and stuff saying, this is just basketball. You know, mental health is way more important than basketball. You know, remember that huge post that he made? He's kind of denounced basketball sometimes. I mean, but they, I mean that one's fair. Yeah. What yeah. Do you, no one argued that. No one oh. said oh. that mental health issues. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I know. He just goes on rants. No one said that. But yeah, well, exactly. Wasn't that, wasn't that after, like, the entire state? of Massachusetts called his name out when he didn't show up to the TD game. Yes, it's exactly uh, what happened. Right, yeah. And then he posted that long thing on social media how... So you guys bullied him into posting that is what I heard here. Is that you? what happened? Yeah, I think <laughs> is that what a happened? Whole, a whole city of bullying. Um, mm. Kyrie, yeah. Mm. I do Why would Boston. we bully? I do huh, it's Boston weird that Boston... probably think bullies. that the earth is round or something. Yeah, yeah, crazy. maybe that's it. It's not the <laughs> fact that Kyrie openly lied to all of our fans, destroyed our locker room, and then left. That's not... Just saying. It's not like we're arbitrarily saying Kyrie sucks on a whim. We have some reason. For the record, Kyrie Irving fan... As a Warriors fan, which really? is kind of crazy. Yeah, I just I love the way he plays. Everyone does. Yeah, like, it's just he's awesome like, to watch. I, yeah, exactly. my basketball. Awesome just, to watch just, <sighs> my basketball got better when I was watching the Celtics when he was on it, just because I would study him. A See, bit. he's like Neymar from watching him. Wow, that's such a great comparison. Right? Yeah, he's not a team guy, but he's so fantastic so, yeah. to watch that yeah, it's just it's impressive. Just like, oh, God, You're like I hate you, but oh. The way you move the ball, wow! <laughs> yeah, like, oh, and it's God. funny because if you—I've said this before—but if you look at his all as advanced metrics, I'm They're trying to great, yeah. right. I'm trying to look for something that like, why aren't You're they winning to more? Right. Him. So that's what I do. No, it's, it's just a locker room. Issue. You can't. It's just a locker it's room. A it's something that's. Thing. I also, I also think that 
Kyrie's not going to succeed if he's the only All Star on the team. Uh, no, but that the was Nets, the same on no, the Cavs. But the Nets the net, the net succeeded when D'Lo was the only All Star. But did on the they team. really succeed? Yes, they got, they were at least a six seed. Did they not get swept in the playoffs? Yes, but no? they were having a winning season. Think about think about all the teams. Like yes, but the that, Pacers now, and Nets are not having okay. a winning season. Okay, but last year they had the same you, team. When you go and play the Nets last year, you go in and you're like, oh, this team's kind of ass. Um. Hey. Hey. Sorry. Hey, this is Sorry. a PG they're kinda, they're show. Kinda, they're kind of they're kind of bad, right? They're not. They they're not Sorry. great. You they're not nobody, great. But they're nobody, a six seed, and they're nobody a winning. Expects team. them to make the playoffs, right? No, everybody expected no. them to make the playoffs. No, the playoffs. at the beginning of the year uh, last year. At the beginning of the year last year, no, I did not. In the middle but, of the season, you're like, okay, maybe D'Lo can drag them to no, the playoffs but that whole in team, the East. But it wasn't about D'Lo doing it. It was that team was good around him because they all liked each bunch, other. It was full of a bunch of solid players like Karis LeVert, Spencer Dinwiddie. All those guys were having pretty good seasons, and they're playing well. And they should be doing the same this year, but instead, there's a, just a bunch of drama, and it's just like no one's playing to their fullest at all. I'm not saying it's all on Kyrie, but I'm saying like the whole team is like playing under par of where they were a year ago. Yeah. And there's one Meanwhile, addition. Meanwhile, the Celtics have there's one addition. Yeah, there's one addition, and there's one subtraction from that. And the subtraction was D'Angelo Russell. The addition was who Kyrie. we can see has not made the Warriors outstanding. But the Warriors are trying to lose right now. Yeah. So and there's can't. but there's and there's one addition where it's Kyrie Irving who is supposed to be better than D'Angelo Russell and they've gotten worse somehow. Yeah, but there's if been you look no, at their offensive stats, they're better on offense. And they're worse on defense, oh, aren't completely. they? Completely. Yeah. But, but it's funny because but it's how you play. Defense is indicative Celtics, of effort too. The Celtics were the same way too. The Celtics, what are the Celtics? A 2 or 3 seed? I'm just saying. Celtics were a four seed last year in a really weak Eastern Conference. There's a common denominator. Yeah, that is that is true. Uh, if everything thing, breaks all around you, and it happens multiple but times, that's why he can't be the best you player be on the, the team. Right, he can't be. But the problem is that he thinks he can. But they have KD, so he doesn't have to be. When KD, right, right. When KD comes so back, I think the ship will write. I think okay. it'll be fine. Okay. But so also, yeah, KD is one of the most passive-aggressive superstars I've ever seen. And Kyrie Irving is also one of the most passive-aggressive superstars I've ever seen. Yeah, but They're supposedly but really good friends, so it might work that's out. They've, they've been like snaking us for four years <laughs> yeah, now. Both like, of them, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. They've been playing each other in the finals and going to like bars and chopping it up afterwards. Like, It's true. I mean, like... Like, yeah, we'll take down LeBron and Steph in two years. Yeah. <laughs> I know. That's a problem that players are doing that. I mean, it, it's a problem that they're forming the super teams in general, if you really think about it that way. But who, who cares? Yeah. I like it. I speaking, enjoy it. Speaking of super teams, do you guys think Joel Embiid's going to stay in Philly? That's also on the schedule. Wow. We have. Are we just going to well. keep going? Um, or Wait, you wanted to talk about the Astros scandal, didn't you? I did a little bit. We yeah, can end with, we can end with the, about the Astros. Well, let's, we, just, let's get the Astros scandal. Yeah, we can talk about it. Yeah, so, okay, so everyone's spoken up about it, right? Everyone's been saying their piece. And if I, if I were, LeBron said, even spoke on it and was like, if I was on a championship team and they found out they cheated, I'd be, I'd be pissed, right? And then, there was, and then there's more comments that had come out. I forget who posted last. And then Nick Markakis said that they all need a beating. 
I think that we need to relax. And I think we got to understand that sign stealing always happens in baseball. And I think, obviously, what the Astros did was wrong. But I think we still have to acknowledge that they were a great team. And I don't think that baseball should be in the interest of rewriting history. I don't think that you can just say Dodgers win the championship. Oh, you can't do that. And I don't think that you can have an MLB season where no one wins, where nothing happens, right? Where the whole year was a wash. I don't think you can say that. And I, I like I just I have a problem with everyone talking about because it's so easy it's so easy to get on there and say oh they're cheaters they didn't deserve it blah 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 like I, I just I've always lived under the philosophy like if you, it, you you like if your opponent's doing something that's cheesy you should be able to beat them anyway right like if you're truly the better opponent you should be able to beat whoever you're playing no matter what happens. You know, unless they're unless it's something astronomical, and in my opinion, the Astros did not do something astronomical. The Astros did something to a larger extent that happens all the time. Yeah, sign stealing is a big thing in baseball. Big, whether from it's whether it's the youth ranks to like big league ranks, it happens all the time. Yeah, right. Um, I, now Rob Manfred didn't uh didn't acknowledge that they were cheating, right, or something. I mm. Rob Manfred's getting a ton of heat because he he basically. Defended the Astros. Oh, he, I, I yeah, guess he I came out. He came out and he was like, "Some things happened. We'll look at the some things. We'll see what happened. We'll know what to do." But we're not going to Yeah, but we're we're not. So he didn't really even address anything. Well, okay, oh yeah, like, he kind of came out and was just like, he was just like, "There were some happenings. Let's see." And that yeah. was it. That was his whole press conference. Yeah. Ah, what a great. It great is tough. I, I just think they should make certain things okay in baseball. Steroids should be in baseball. You I think? think you should. I think yeah, you that's should that's key, messing with people's health. I think you should yes, low but key I also, allow it. I I also think that if you have like like a a team, you know, every every sports team has a medical team, has a doctor, you know, there's some some but very it, low key testosterone replacement therapy. You're you're fine. Ah, uh, there's been not, serious studies you're not that especially shark testosterone up your butt, like you know, just. A, Especially amongst um, young people, oh, steroids well, yeah. no, is terrible. I mean, like, and a lot of those players are eighteen to twenty-five, which you're still developing. And at I that, and now the only yeah, the problem is, is at that point because it'd be fun. It'd yes, be fun like, as a viewer. Think but, about how many. But like you are because the thing is, you want to be the best, and if everyone around you is using steroids, you can't cleanly be better than them because you don't have that work ethic but, ever. But once you once you have legal steroid use in the MLB, hypothetically, you have like this baseline level probably that you're like you can't exceed this still, right? And that's easier to test for when you're testing everyone in the league, right? Because if they're on steroids, you're probably going to have to do routine medical tests on them. No. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, of course. No. Yeah. So, yeah. It's but. not a terrible idea. There's there's uh, like. I think that sign Wait, stealing should be aren't legal. Steroids legal in the United States under like regular use yeah, though too. I, I honestly have no idea. <laughs> I, I think, think it that, might be illegal under regular not, use. Not, not, not. There's definitely certain steroids that are allowed. Yeah, yeah, there are definitely some, but like most, I think, are kind of illegal unless oh, yeah, you're prescribed because that you have right. to take them. You know, they'll mess you up. Yeah. Don't don't do steroids. <laughs> so, 
I think that sign stealing should be legal. I just don't think you should be able to go into the locker rooms. <laughs> I think that however you want to steal a I sign. Just, I feel like. Because then what happens is what? Players change them every day. Problem yeah. solved. Yeah. Because they know, oh, they're going to look at them. Change it every inning, for God's sakes. Go into the locker room. Think about it. Yeah, talk yeah. about. Just switch it up, something simple. Boom, boom. I mean, it's they're not hard to steal. When the catcher sits down in a squat and does this and then does this, I can even tell that it's a two-seam fastball inside. <laughs> like, yeah. There, there are issues with this with players standing on second base. <laughs> they would just put up a two. <laughs> yeah, it's true. You know? It does happen a lot. Like, what's yeah, the objection? I guess I just. You look at your first base coach and he'll be like. No. I guess I just, because I'm not a baseball fan, I would want something that makes it more interesting. And sign stealing I would do that. I think sign stealing would do that. It would keep a strategic it? aspect of the game. However, it would make See, it. Like, how, how am I going to monitor who knows what signs, you know? Well, how you shouldn't have to. Right? But if, okay, right, if sign stealing becomes legal and everyone just switches their signs, then no one's stealing signs because no one knows the signs to steal. Yeah. Yeah. So doesn't that just kill the whole point? Yeah. Uh, to an extent, yeah. It eliminates the figure, If you can figure it My out. I think. But if you can. You want the excitement of the I, hits? Yes. Because the want, hits are going to decrease I, one more action. The point, the point of the sign stealing is to know the pitch, right? Yes. To get the Makes hit. it easier for the hitters, yeah. But there's problems, right? Because the MLB has always has increased the home run ball. They've taught. Uh, I don't they've know. They've juiced the balls this year. They've yeah. juiced the balls or whatever. Now, I don't know if that's actually true, but. What does that mean? That, there's been more home runs it's hit. Like, it's like you, you make like it easier. It it's like you make like? it easier for a home run to be hit with the ball. Yeah. So there's it, a significant there's science in, behind. There's a significant increase in home runs this year, and it was out of nowhere. Crazy. And, it, and players weren't. It wasn't like every but, player was taking steroids. But here's the thing, right? It didn't increase ratings, and people didn't seem to care. And I think it's because, right? When you hit a solo home run, it's like, oh, yay, wow, you cracked it out of the park, and then you run free across the bases, right? What's more entertaining is actually when, some, when there's one out to start the inning, and then someone gets a base hit, and then someone gets a walk, and then there's a, there's a slow dribbler to right field, right? And then the, the— When do all three of those things happen in a row? I mean, they it do. Happens, yeah, it happens. It doesn't a happen a lot. Right. I'm telling you, when they don't happen, when people are just jacking home runs and everyone just gets a free pass, you know. But then the right fielder comes charging down, throws the ball, and there's a play yeah, at the it's, plate. It's more intense when there's a defensive play to be had. Exactly. Mm. And then where it matters, it's mm. two outs, full count. That's an inning. And it's like yeah. he needs a single okay. in order for someone to score. I care okay. way more about that but than also, someone randomly like, in a home run. Would Would you rather? Win on an RBI or win on a walk off. Well, everyone would rather win on a walk off. Yeah, of but that's a very rare, like walk offs are rare right now. Like, yeah, even with the juice balls, they yeah. happen probably at the same rate. So much knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I just think I think that people should relax about the Astro scandal a little bit. Obviously, what they did was wrong and it's cheating. Yeah, especially with the buzzer thing. That was terrible when Ozil yeah, Tube is coming yeah, to the plate yeah, and he's like, yeah, don't yeah. rip my shirt, don't rip my shirt, which yeah. is just so stupid. But you can't – I just don't think that you can strip their okay. title. And I'm tired of arguing against Yankee you, fans for this. I think if you don't strip their title, you're not setting a precedence yeah. of I'm going to punish you for something that you – or for committing a violation. I mean, but they've already dished out punishments. Like the manager's gone, the GM's gone. There's yeah, but it's owner fi- so, the owner's been fined. But it's Beltron's been fired. It's so but there's intense, not, though. But here's the other issue, right? 
you can't blame the players. Why? Because it's the player's job to listen and comply with management. It's not their job to study the rule book. It's their job to not cheat, though, right? I mean, it's their job to play the but, game. I mean, it's it's the, the right way. No, but like it's at the end of the day, if you're if your manager's like, I need you to do this, and you're like, No, I'm not going to do that, then he's going to sub you out for right, someone else. He's right. like, Yeah, I do want the chance. I am going to do that. So then you're going to sit on the bench for the rest of the season, not get the signs. He's not going to play you, and then you're just going to be wasted space until you leave the next year. <laughs> Baseball's tough. No, it is. It's screwed up. This one's kind of a screwed up topic. I do think they should, they should disallow the the chip and put the asterisks. They shouldn't give the championship to the Dodgers, but they should. No, they put should. They shouldn't. They shouldn't give a championship. I literally think they should be like, no one won a championship this year. Just put the asterisks because people still maybe the asterisk could they'll work. still like a literal like, asterisk like yeah they do it and they do it in college sports all the time where or like just people literally won be like and then no like contest. they paid put, yeah, yeah they put like an asterisk next to the title and then if you're a fan of that your team you're like remember yeah, when we won in uh, two thousand four <laughs> we're talking about we're talking about corruption in baseball when corruption in college college sports way worse well, that's just because way worse that's that's a whole is that NCAA yeah, yeah. is corrupt I'm not gonna argue that yeah, one no, but it's, it's the worst organization in the world. But fun to watch. Okay. Um, another thing I wanted to talk about is uh, first we'll, we'll we'll go with Joel Embiid. So I watched Joel Embiid play the other day. Uh, he doesn't look out of shape to me. Oh, he's not out of shape. He's fine. Uh, he definitely looks a little worse this year. Uh, he's been hurt. I mean, he is. He's had injury he's been problems hurt in the like past. Every year, though, that's yeah. the thing. So does does Philadelphia not want him there? I just think he's. He stagnates Ben Simmons, and you know you're probably going to have the hit ball in the hands of your point guard. So, so, you, so if you're the Philadelphia 76ers, do you I'd think rather, that you should? I'd rather have him beat. That's oh, what I'd I'm rather, saying. I'd rather have him beat, but I also think they're worried about Embiid's health injury, pronality. They might, that word yeah, back. they might. There <laughs> might, there might come a point where they're like, "Hey, let's make a choice." Which then, would be so stupid. And they're going to get rid of the the it's going to be the end of the process and no one would trust the trust the process harder than Joel Embiid. They should be and load managing be a Joel Embiid. Moment. The Sixers aren't the process. Joel Embiid is the process. See, but that's the thing like this is the issue I have with load management. I I I think it's they should be load managing Joel Embiid. If if Kawhi Leonard can get that treatment, but every also, player should be getting this stuff. I also feel like Embiid doesn't like load management. It's I, not something right. he's into. I think it. I think he's one of those players that's definitely like, no, I'm going to play every game I can. So so here he is. He is freaking hard, and I love it. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Joel Embiid. Oh, I may yeah. hate the Sixers, but I'm a I wanted to come Joel, to the Celtics, man. Fan, yeah, could you imagine? Yeah, he'd be really really great. He would fit that team really well too. He that really city would. would fit well. Um, but anyway, what I was gonna say is like Kawhi Leonard is the MVP of the all-star game and if you watched he was going hard toward the end of the game all the players were well I I think it was the it was was because of Kobe yeah Yeah. but if I'm if I'm the Clippers I'm kind of I'm kind of irate Mm. you're telling me that you can't play in like a third of our games because I don't think I, they care. I don't th- maybe I think fans, the, they probably don't. Fans might care, but, but the I organization think they should wants care. it that well. I think well, they the should. Orga- the organization wants it that way. Is Jerry West the um Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. So Jerry the organization West's, wants them Jerry to... West's whole mentality has been, I'm going to get great players and whatever I need to do to make sure that they are great to go by the playoffs, I will do. Because he's not going to load manage in the playoffs. No. He's going to play every game in the playoffs. Yes. But he'll skip every other game right now in the regular season. That's his own mentality. That's his own mental thing. But the thing is, if you have a player that good, the organization, you should be like, okay, we have a good enough team where we should make the playoffs. We have this all-star, maybe MVP caliber player. I'm going to let him do whatever he wants, and I'm just going to try and keep the organ- like the other players happy and make sure but there's no But how do you do missions. that, right? How I think you... everyone understands where he's at, where his headspace is. Kawhi's? They, there's enough respect for him, too, where I think players just kind of leave it. That should never be. Because, if you, but if you watch him, like with the Raptors after he left, there was no hard feelings. Well, he also brought them their first and only championship. Yes, but I'm saying there were no, there was no hard feelings between any of the players. When they saw him, it was like, oh, my great friend. And when you see Kawhi Leonard from an outsider perspective, you're like, this guy's strange. They do call him the fun guy. But he's probably actually a really great time to be around. I'm sure he is. In general, he's just probably not a camera guy. I'm just saying that it sets a pretty bad precedent when you're saying the regular season isn't important to me, so I'm going to take every third game off, and then you come into a situation where the game is fake, and you have the opportunity to rest yourself for two weeks. But it's like And you don't take that opportunity because you want to increase your brand and... Be known I, as no, a star when think, we already know that. I think. I think the thing was just because of Kobe. Yeah. No. This this All Star game had a little extra. I think, yeah, I think it, it was had, just because you got to keep some in mind. Su- Kawhi grew it. up in L. A. Yeah. Probably favorite team was probably like the Lakers. Yeah. True. True. Or at least knew it, it was probably knew actually the Lakers, not yeah. the Clippers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It and, definitely was. Definitely was. And his favorite player, if you grew up in Los Angeles, was either at that time. At that yeah. time, was either Shaq or Kobe, and yeah. Kobe was there longer, so it was. Probably Kobe Bryant. Yeah. So you're playing because your idol had just died. And he's also friends with Kobe because he was in the league with him. Yeah. You are choosing at that point. You're like, I don't care. This means more to me than a regular season basketball game right now. There there was something about this All-Star game because of that. Completely. Because if that didn't happen, this All-Star game would have been another All-Star game where it's just like, Oh, and they scored 160 points, and the other team scored 140 Especially points, they were and like, no one cared. Oh, it's the Kobe Bryant All-Star MVP. Right, right. Everyone wants that. That's true. Um, they're going to keep it that way. I oh, say. absolutely, yeah. and I'm hoping that... They take it seriously. Yeah, it makes the All-Star game something. Probably for at least the next few years, and then I think... Because, like, okay, if you think about it, like, withers. the Pro Bowl, the All-Star game, the... Oh, I guess the MLB is also just the all-star game. But the MLB all-star game isn't that bad. Really? Well, because oh, well, it's, the, you, you can't c- really get injured too easily. Oh, uh, okay. See, like, so players pre- in hockey, bit. right, they play for who gets home. Yeah, right? so players care. Baseball used to be like that. Baseball, used, Baseball to be like that. used to be like that. I feel like that should be a thing where you play for something that matters. And the Kobe Bryant all-star MVP award, something that matters to players because it's Kobe Bryant. Now they have this whole charity um, function added in. Right. I think the, the game, well, which, that I, that I doesn't think, really. I don't think that really, really changed anything think? because they were gonna they were gonna do the charity thing regardless of what happened because they were like taking money away from the kids. That was the whole thing. 
was it was like whoever wins gets to donate this money oh, to their school. And Giannis yeah. and like LeBron both came out. And they were like, if we lose, we're still donating yeah. the money. Yeah. yeah. You could you imagine <laughs> if they came out and they were like. If I do not win this game, I am not giving that money to charity. And those kids are there, and they're like, yeah, and then they lose. And then they're like, sorry, bud. Guess you're not getting that new computer for your classroom. Yeah. It would oh suck. God. Yeah. It was, it was screwed up to an extent. No, but they're If the players didn't say yeah. that, if the players didn't say that, though, think about how so, terrible so that would bad. be. So bad. <laughs> Just Couldn't kids mean. cheering and then the disappointment yeah. when their team loses. Just saying. Oh, that <laughs> you're done. Um, yeah. <laughs> your, your school actually well, no just... longer exists. <laughs> no, that would be a problem. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Your school, we leveled it. <laughs> it's gone. I just like I, I don't like the devaluing of the regular season because the regular season should matter. But and when I you think... have when you have so many games in a regular season, it's gonna get devalued no matter what. Players, I mean, players go but, out. Players like no, most players don't play all eighty-two games. This is going to hurt viewership for the NBA if we start doing that. If we say that the winner gets home court in the NBA finals, because a, I think that the winner, should, I think it should, should be, be based on record. Well, I don't think that it doesn't changes. have to be home court in the NBA finals. It could be something else, some other incentive. But what else can you do? Yeah, the players another, are another ping pong ball in the lottery. Just, Ooh, like maybe like five mil of cap just, room. Maybe just well, how would cap that? Room? But how maybe would that? Just one how would that work? Though? I don't know. I'm not. I'm gonna leave it to better men to decide what it is to some marketing okay. majors. You know, no, because I do agree that it was at the end of that game when when it was sudden death and they were trying to get to 157. I do agree that it was very very fun to watch. At the when end of that game was the intense. defense was insane because it was the best of the best and they were going all out. Yeah, the Kyle Lowry Chargers got me. That was that was exciting just I to see believe, the thing he's best at. I can't at. believe he pulled out two of them in an NBA All Star game. It's the <laughs> thing he's best at. It's the thing he's, I I Some probably know Kyle stuff. Lowry mostly. Do you think he should have made the All Star game? Yeah, I think I he's agree. I think he's an extremely important player to what they have there. Keep in mind the Raptors have been good without Kawhi Leonard. Mm. Another great point. And last year they were like twenty and eight when Kawhi Leonard didn't play. And who's the common denominator there? It's I mean because well, they Kawhi, were Kawhi's, Siakam could be Kawhi's also but they not were also good really good Siakam. with Demar Derozan too. And there's one guy on that team right. who exists and he's a constant and he's been great every single year. And he's just does the little things. He's a really good leader, and so, it's Kyle Lowry. So that's important to bring up for a prior argument, too, because they're saying that there's all this respect for Kawhi Leonard. Maybe, and just maybe, Nick Nurse is a great coach, and the Rock and the Raptors had a great team, and Kawhi Leonard had the luxury of taking games off and was able to up his game a little bit of course, yeah. to the finals and win that way. I don't way. think anyone's... So 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 then it becomes that. an issue, right? Because really there have he been also, issues with the Clippers Nick, locker room. Nick Nurse wasn't guarding Giannis in the Eastern Conference. Finals. No, Nick Nurse wasn't. But a coach plays a role in these things. Yeah, like, an extreme role in those things. But yeah. guarding Giannis is not one of those things you can coach. Yeah, you can't coach guarding Giannis. I don't, guarding Giannis I don't care is one what of those you things do. you do or you just don't. It's like one it's of the, it's like Michael Jordan on offense, where it's just because like, Brad Stevens did put Marcus Smart on him and shut him down. And then Put Al the Horford series. on him and shut him still down. Still got like 34. Even still though lost the series, he still got like 34, 35. No, the year before, I think. Is what he no, no, no. Him. I'm talking about this year. Oh, the but early game like... against the Bucks that we won, we put Marcus Smart oh. on him. That is a coaching decision that beat Giannis. Now, obviously, that's not going to work for a seven-game series. 
Yeah, he's going to find a way around. Brad Stevens has done well with Giannis. He put Al Horford on Giannis and taught. Yes, but in Still these scenarios, coaches aren't beating Giannis. Right, right, right. Um, all I'm saying is that there are already issues with the Clippers locker room right now. And that, in my opinion, does not send a good message oh, when no. you're taking games off, not being with your team, and then you go and risk something for a fake game. Pass that there's, it. I Obviously, it's not fake because of the Kobe Bryant stuff, but there's nothing that's that helps, you know, your championship run that will be taken from the All-Star game. I think they're – the thing is, like, they have too many, like, veterans on their team that just know once it's playoff time, you buckle down. Yeah. You know, you're ready. Yeah. You play. The and Kawhi is, is definitely one of those people. Yeah, yeah. And I'm pretty sure that Kawhi, just because he beat the Warriors last year, does have – the respect of the Clippers locker room just because he is probably the most person or the most recent person in recent memory who has won a championship without an all-star player. Granted, his team, great. His coach, great. I mean, Kyle Lowry was still but, an all-star. But he's definitely one of the lesser tiers. He, yeah, we're yeah, talking like we mentioned tiers. Like he's a low tier also. Yeah, there's you know, there's Jordan like, to Scotty. Right. You know? We were saying there's a, the super elite. There's the elite, which is like Kyrie Irving, Damian Lillard, those guys. And then there's like the lower tier all stars, which is like Demontis like Sabonis, the B plus guys. You right. Know? Um, Kyle Lowry's he's like, been a B plus. He's a B plus guy. His whole his whole career, but he's been B plus. He's consistent with it. Yeah. Not no not to not that he doesn't have value to that team because no, he definitely he does. does. He does. But if we're talking about pure talent, Kyrie would have been. An I wouldn't. I wouldn't go to Kyle Lowry as a guy to say, "Wow, just watch him." Yeah. You know, like, yeah. No, yeah, I would yeah. never. Um, the Chargers got me happy though. I was like, I was happy that those happened. The what? The, the Chargers. Chargers. Okay. Chargers. Yeah. Take I mean, a charge in the All Star game. Like what? <laughs> also, also, I I said something to you earlier about how my roommate was comparing Kawhi Leonard and Paul George to Kemba Walker <laughs> and Jason Tatum. Uh, I may be wrong. Because Jason, Jason Tatum, Tatum has been having a good last couple of games, but you can't. No, uh, he's still not in that echelon, yeah. and it's going to take a while to yeah. ever reach that. But I'm wrong. I, I think Jason Tatum actually could be a superstar. And I, I've gone back and forth on this because I also like Jalen Brown a lot. I think he has. The he's proven that he is worth the money. First off, he's worth the money that we spent on him. Yeah, he's he's, he's averaging 20 over twenty games. Yeah. He's like twenty one points a game, shooting like close to fifty percent from three, and he's way better defender than Tatum. So you could make an argument that, especially when it comes to ball movement, you year could, ahead that he's right now too. He also he's also a year ahead, but you can make an argument that Jalen Brown's a better player because he also is better within the system and a little better at driving to the paint. Yeah, better on defense. Tatum, however, is a guy that you can get the ball down to in the post, and he can hit a shot for you in crunch time, which is also valuable. So I really don't know who's the better asset. I, but no I, also, I also feel like with that Jason Tatum being able to score in the post, you also get, like, you pass him the ball, he catches it, and the ball movement stops. That's, he, well, that's yeah, the just, knock on him, right? He's just there. Because Jason Tatum has been prone to go to iso ball. Staring at the guy. But, <laughs> but <laughs> Which also, is mellow. But also, there's a point where iso ball is important. Important. Yes. yes that's, but you have to do it 
the I, right but way. But what I'm saying is, I, I, I think young, if Jason Tatum can find that I'm sure he can, but I don't think he can if Kemba Walker's there. I think he has to be the one to find that. I, I think he has to be the yeah, one. I think because you look at him from last year, he does it a little bit less and he does it more at the right times right now. And we also have to He's been doing it more at the right times. He still does it and he still makes mistakes. But he's of it. Too, he's twenty one. But, he, but you find he's him 21. you find him you find him realizing, hey, maybe not now is not the time to go ice football. You find him going out of that. But okay, like he's younger than me. <laughs> Well, and his problem his problem with Kyrie was that he went to the Eastern Conference Finals without Kyrie and then felt, hey, right, Kyrie there was huge. They all went. Eh. Jalen, both him and Jalen Brown, and but but that was Tatum's team. Because it's funny because I was going to make the argument that. to my roommate. If you watch, I mean, it was Brad Stevens' team, but if it was you watch, Tatum. if you watch Jalen Brown in those in those games, though, Jalen Brown was the better player. If you watch him that play the playoff series, like Against the first the- one. It's, I mean, it's Tatum's rookie year, number one. But Tatum but, is still the number one, yeah. and that's oh, established. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, he's scoring yeah. 20 points. I mean, right. okay, we also thought that Terry Rozier was good. but I mean, he was a good backup. He had, yeah. he had a really good playoff. The only scary yeah. thing about Terry is that contract, all right? <laughs> True. Um, what I was going to say is I was going to make yeah, the I argument. like that, Alex. Yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> I was going to make the argument to my roommate that um, Paul George uh, – because Paul George and, and Kawhi Leonard have both been a number one on a deep playoff run. And I was like, who of Kemba Walker and Jason Tatum have ever done that? And then I forgot, Jason Tatum actually has. See, Jason Tatum to has. Eastern Conference Finals of Game 7 as a number one. That's, that's my thing, though, because, like, okay, Kemba has it, right? Right, Kemba so has it. So is there going to ever be a point where Jason Tatum's going to be like, hey, I did this shit my— my rookie year. God, you were doing really bad with this PG thing so I know. Far. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I did this. I did it happens this every my, show. <laughs> I did this my rookie year, and you've never done this. Yeah. Why are you the one? Well, so they've been splitting it but this really is the well thing, in the right? regular season. Kemba though. Walker is such a great leader and is so different from Kyrie Irving. Oh, yeah. And we have to understand that Kemba Walker shot a lot and was very ball dominant in Charlotte because he had to be. Because there was no one else he's there. He's not really doing it in Boston as much. As he he's not be. because he can pass. He can pass and win games. So I think it's going to work. I, I think, think they yeah, can work together. You, like, I think Kemba, if he has to take over, will. But I think he's more of like a let's win the game type of guy. Exactly. Don't you I agree? Think he's, I think he's level-headed. Yeah. He's the sportsmanship okay. player, the two-time sportsmanship yeah, player in the league. I think he's level-headed. But I'm not, I'm not worried about Kemba. I'm worried about Jason. Yeah. yeah, there does come a point, but the only thing was the only thing is, is it happened with LeBron and Kyrie, but I think it and it happened with it happens when a player it happens is like Jason Tatum, but good. but normally the guy ahead of him is dominant and can't see that it's coming, and he's like, nah, I'm never gonna leave lose this. You tell me, Shaq, tell me you wouldn't see LeBron Jason Tatum James, leaving stuff like coming that. right now. Jason Tatum leaving. You wouldn't see that coming right no, now. No, I, I couldn't see that coming. If you guys get, I think he'd be fine. It is if you possible. Guys, I'm just it's saying. It's possible, but I don't I'm think it's I'm just saying, happen. if you guys lose in the second round this year. There's definitely a shot. I mean, but he still has another year. Oh, I completely. And I think. And we're going to work on extending him now. Uh, yo, yeah, of course. So if he doesn't take the extension now, then maybe. maybe then we got to trade him, is what we got to no, do. You, I mean, you just look at. Because he'll finish out the next year, and then he'll be like. And then hope for free agency? Oh, that doesn't yeah. tend to go well. Oh, no, of course not. But I'm just well, saying. Yeah, if he goes off, right, then you can't pay him. Like, we got to trade him. Yeah. 
We got to trade. We got to offer him an extension this year, and if he doesn't take it, and all, we should probably oh, offer him man. the max. You better hope he's not one of those players that, like, after the All Star break, they decide to go off. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah, maybe he is. That's a true. That's I a true Jaylen, worry. Actually, I, think Jaylen, I didn't think, I think about Jaylen that. Jalen Brown's going to go off more than anyone on the Celtics after the All Star break. Gordon Hayward's also playing well. Don't forget, he's had multiple games of twenty plus in the last week. Yeah. I mean, they've got a good big four, but there's no one. We need a five. Too unbelievable out of that four yet. And there's also been issues on whether or not they can coexist because it seems like everyone that goes off, right, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown have a great game. We find out that Gordon Hayward didn't play. Gordon Hayward at 25, we find out that Jalen Brown sat. There's all kinds of this. Maybe that's a little bit of load management. I don't know. Probably load Um, management right now, I would say. Anyway, we could talk Celtics for hours, but we got to. Um, we got to move on. Um, uh, Philip Rivers is a free agent. Yeah, I. So he's leaving for sure. That yeah. was the thing. Anthony yeah. Lynn trashed him. Anthony, no, really? yeah, twenty picks. And we 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 bashed Anthony Lynn early on. Anthony Lynn is Anthony not Lynn's as a good is coach. not as bad as we we were talking about because I did I did kind of understand that Philip Rivers makes unbelievably questionable decisions with the football and it is tough to coach that you know oh he's a oh he's a hard-headed guy because he's he's so he's old at this point and he's done really well in his career he's had 14 and two teams that were this close he's had that yeah so that's another thing so he's he's that type of quarterback where he's like i've almost made it and i should be making it every single year and now he shouldn't be making it every single year he He's not needs, as good as he once was. He needs a fantastic team. But I do agree that a team of Philip Rivers, who's a vet, hmm. questionable, but he's a vet. Hmm. With he's a vet, that, Allen, he's a vet that makes some good decisions right. at times. Keenan Allen, a decent offensive line. Melvin Gordon and Austin Eckler at running back. It's not that. It's, it, pretty, the it's awesome, pretty weak. The offensive actually. line uh, is yeah, fantastic. Probably is. But the running back situation is incredible. It is great. Yeah. And then they got Keenan Allen. They have Mike Williams, right? They have a really good offense around him aside from And they the have Hunter line. Henry, who played great. Yeah, he's yeah, only Hunter getting Henry better, too. The best the that league. should be a playoff team with Bosa on the D-line. I don't think Bosa's as good as... Bosa's... Our Bosa's better than this. I think you're... No, I think, correct. I think, yeah, <laughs> yes. I think that Bosa is better. But Nick Bosa is really good, too. I'm getting the Bosa's right, right? Uh, we have Nick. Nick. You have Nick? Have Joey. Wow, Nick. dang. I knew Joey. I was going to mess it up. Bosa, um, bro. The right. AFC Bosa is not as good as NFC Bosa, but they also have Derwin. They have Derwin James. Derwin James. Melvin and Ingram. Derwin James is really good. Melvin Ingram's pretty good linebacker too. That's that's an eight and eight. They team. have a they have a good team surrounding it. So like with Philip Rivers, who does throw like four thousand yards, who throws more touchdowns than interceptions, they should be in the playoffs every single year. Yeah, but when you only throw three more touchdowns than interceptions, that's not. It's hard to win. Yeah, it's not. Uh, it's definitely works. tough. Yeah, but the Bucks have Jameis Winston. Uh, yeah, those those quarterbacks. Jameis Winston lost it, a lot. Jameis, the top, Jameis Winston. Ryan Fitzpatrick's the top one. five yeah. passers this year did not make the playoffs. Yeah, Jameis. Jameis, Jared Goff, Philip Prescott, yeah. um, Philip Rivers. Yeah, and um, then so we don't need to look the it guys up, with but. the highest passing them all, all five of them. I remember it it's not five. exactly good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, most interceptions does not help you win games. Would okay. Where do you guys think Rivers is going? This is a good. So, basically, my thinking was is mm, 
I was thinking maybe Miami. That's what I was thinking. Miami. Because I know, because they don't, they don't like Tua. Miami doesn't want to take Tua. They wanted to take Joe. But right. see, the they thing were going to trade is, that pick. I think. Did you guys read the new Mel Kiper draft mock draft? I did not. He has the Lions taking Tua at three, and moving off of Stafford. I. Oh, I don't. We're going to do a draft day. Stafford's fantastic. He though. is, but he's getting it's because he's getting he's up won, there. He's won nothing. He's getting injured more often. Yeah, I would. I would move on too. But the only thing is that that sucks because it's your best player for years, and it's the guy that you've let down. Yeah. So because he's Completely. been so good Completely. that it's just like he should have been in the playoffs most of his career. Should have been a playoff guy. Should, maybe made. Won maybe made the, the Super Cowboys Bowl. Maybe made an NFC championship game. Yeah. Stafford thing's tough though because Stafford never had much talent. No, he's never. He's he had Calvin Johnson, and they made the playoffs. And that's pretty much. I all think it's. Had. I think there's. I don't think there's a chance to win. Call. I don't think that's there's really a chance. Sorry. I don't think there's a chance to win in Detroit anymore. Because there it's used just, to be it's one of those franchises. It, there, well, there used to be an allure too. Remember the old Pistons were there, and it was there was the audio industry yeah. still, and it was still a good, vibrant town. Now it's like a hundred thousand people. It's the size of my town, which is Longview, Texas, that no one's ever heard of. <laughs> It has a lot of like things that are just dead now. No NBA player or bat or football player would probably be like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna go to Detroit and I'm gonna play there." I wouldn't want to go there. Yeah. I'd stay the I'd stay the hell out of it's Detroit. True. I mean, who listens to Eminem anymore, anyways? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then <laughs> he's gone. He really quickly, <laughs> exactly. Really he quickly, performed at the Oscars and that was it. That's it. That, um, that's call it a career. <laughs> Tom Brady is he leaving? No. I see. I don't think so. No. Ah. I, well, okay. I saw something that so the Titans might grab him. My one, I heard that too, actually. My one theory. Not a bad fit. My one theory of why Tom Brady would leave. His favorite quarterback throughout his life, Joe Montana. <laughs> Joe Montana left the 49ers, went to the Chiefs, and brought them like to pretty high in the playoffs. Yeah. At a, at a late age, showing that, hey, he's not just a system guy. He's not just a head coach guy. He's a great football player. And if he wants to solidify that GOAT argument, bring a team like the Titans to an AFC championship game. Bring them to a Super Bowl. Whoa. Oh, my God. Tom Brady is definitively, hands down, the best player of all time. Yeah. Bill Belichick Doesn't care. might have rode his coattails. Mm. And at the end of the day, I think it's Bill Belichick's a great coach. No, I know. I'm, but I'm, I'm just saying. I'm He's playing devil's advocate. I'm, I'm yeah. talking about the narrative. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So, but I, my only theory of why he would is because he wants to definitively, in his own eyes, surpass his idol. But who doesn't think that Brady's the goat? I'm talking about what does Brady think, though. He watched his he watched his entire so career. The, 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 the only person the, goat? the only think oh, Brady might, thinks he's the goat, but the only person that, that doesn't is Bill Belichick is the issue. Bill Belichick doesn't think Brady's the goat. Bill Belichick thinks he's the goat. I've gone off on this before because they hate each other. Really? They they don't even talk. When's the last time you've seen, watched the Patriots game and you've seen Belichick speak to Brady? You don't know what happens behind closed doors though. They we might don't. Be really great friends. Yeah. They probably aren't right. really great friends. I'm but telling you, prob- I've watched more Patriots have, than you. They probably have. They, a, they probably have an amicable relationship outside of the game. Yes, yeah, yeah, but they're also both like forty years old. Like they're not children. Like they're not going to make yeah, a big deal. Yeah, that's what I'm something. saying. He's not too young where he's going to be like, huh, I'm a star. I don't know. We'll see. I do. I did hear that report that came out where 
Brady's primarily thinking about the Titans. I think that that happens. They lose. They lost. I just feel like yeah, they lost to the Titans. I feel like Brady wouldn't enjoy Tennessee as is a thing. Well, okay, okay, because Nashville is vibrant. Tom Brady (laughs) went to Nashville's really cool. One of my rival high schools. Like so, he's from like the Bay. Yeah, right? he's that's going what I'm from saying. the Bay to another city in New England, right? And now, when you're 40, you're gonna go move to Tennessee. I would. If I was, if I was better at weather. that age, better we- better weather, um, he- a nice nightlife for an older guy, and also, it's just like I feel like if what you want to settle down somewhere, I do. feel like he might just want. In Tennessee, but, it's okay. Nashville. But here's the thing. Okay. Here's the There's thing. a lot to do in Nashville. Brady Nashville's probably has two years left. Max. Yeah. Max. He's That's what I'm saying. So Up and move his family for he, But he's years? not going to have to do that because he's just going to get gonna an apartment fine. down there. He's going to rent that an apartment. He's uh, going to spend he's two gonna, years. And then he's going to go vacation with his family. He's going to get a house. And then and he's going <laughs> to prove his football point, and then he's going to return, and then it's all going to be good. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So I don't, I, don't think, I don't think there will be any bad blood or anything if it happens. Because you can't have bad blood with a guy that brought you six Super Bowls. Now, I've said before, I've gone off in this, so I'm not going to get into it, but I do think Brady's leaving. I do think it's going to happen. I wouldn't be too shocked. But I think if it's anywhere, it's going to be to a a contender that's not. Imagine he goes to the 49ers. (sighs) The 49ers would take him, I think, too. I think they would. Absolutely. Who would. Okay. You're getting. Yeah. It's it's too much playoff experience. If Tom Brady comes up to you, he's like. Hey, let me play for your team. Let me coach your quarterback for a year while I play quarterback. Actually, and he kind of just watches me. What no. team's like? I would be nah. pissed if I was Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, though. completely. That's oh, why I, would I wouldn't want to do it. I would leave it. if I was Jimmy. If I would be like, that, I want out because that's the reason Jimmy Garoppolo left. And like draft Justin Herbert, right. yeah. Tua, yeah. something. Yeah. Like, I thought about that. I was like, what if the Niners traded Garoppolo? Oh my God. <laughs> To our Herbert or something. Yeah. We're not getting bro. We would never get bro. It's not possible. Right. But you know what if we just like gave the Lions Garoppolo? Or gave the Dolphins They would probably Garoppolo. take that. Yeah, the Dolphins might All too. Right. The Dolphins we, uh, might. Let's, let's get us a rookie quarter. I have a thing for rookie quarterbacks. Don't right, judge so me. Drew Locke, next one up. <laughs> so, all right. Drew Locke is the GOAT. <laughs> I I don't believe that, but okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, we will see you. That's all we got today. That is all the time we have. Oh, I wanted it. It's all good. We'll save it for another time. All right. Next next Monday we're back. So, um, yeah, uh, that's all we got for today. Uh, but we will see you right back here Monday morning on uh, Playing the Field. Thanks.